From the headquarters of the Guild of Champions, this is the Chris Terrell Podcast, where I share stories, tips, and advice on how to lose all your weight for the last time for the first time. And now in the sixth season of the podcast, I am taking calls, messages, and questions from champions like yourself to help you in all phases of your weight loss journey. I am Chris Terrell, your host, and I myself have lost 125 pounds after an entire adulthood of chronic yo-yo dieting up and down, up and down again, before I finally got sick and tired of being sick and tired and decided to make some meaningful, lasting, and most importantly, some permanent changes to my habits, lifestyle, behaviors, and routines around food and movement. If you're looking for theoretical weight loss advice, tips on how to crash diet or advice from someone who's never needed to lose weight, much less 100 pounds, well, then you're in the wrong place. Because here, you're gonna learn common sense weight loss advice from a daily practitioner of this stuff. Everything I talk about here is intended to help you lose your weight and keep it off. For how long? Say it with me, forever. Lose your weight and keep it off forever. And hey, if you got a question about weight loss or maintenance and you would like to have it answered on the show, you can fill out the form in the show notes of this podcast where you can leave me a written message or a voicemail and I can answer your question here on the show and give you the support that I know you would like to have. If the podcast has been helpful, consider leaving a five-star review in your podcasting app and share your favorite episode on your social media platform. Helps get the podcast in front of more people. And also, before I jump into the topic this week, I wanna tell you about a sale I am doing for my membership, the Guild of Champions, if you've not heard about it. It's my weight loss community where I give you everything I know on weight loss. Have you been thinking about joining the Guild? Well, I'd love to have you be a part of the community and learn all I have to share about weight loss and to connect with an amazing community of other people on a similar journey like you. If you've liked my content, if you've liked the podcast, if you like my TikToks, you're going to love the content within the Guild. There's over 100 hours of original content. There's a private member-only podcast. It's more than what you get here on this podcast. It's incredibly detailed. I am giving you literally everything I have. Small group coaching options via accelerator programs, courses on weight loss mindset work, courses on how to track your calories, live group calls via Zoom multiple times a month. There's a private Facebook group, access to all of my library of content on the go via a mobile app. And there's a separate app outside of social media where you can interact with the community. So even if you're not on Facebook, you can interact with those in the membership. We've got weekly challenges designed to get you engaged on your weight loss journey, workbooks and guides. And you get all of that for $40 a month. $40 a month. That's it. I'm waiving the joining fee for Mother's Day weekend. So if you want to join the guild, go to the link in the show notes and be sure to, en to enter the code ChrisMom23 at checkout. And I'm going to knock $110 off the joining fee, bringing it down to just the $40 a month and get you in the guild. So if you've been waiting for a sale, this is it. I don't do them all the time, but it is here. Okay. This week, I want to talk about something that I have been getting asked about a lot. I'm not going to take any listener questions because I want to dedicate the entire podcast episode today to this. It's my thoughts on Ozempic Wagovi weight loss medications that are out there. I want to I answer 
the question of what do I think about it in a way that's a little more permanent, where somebody could come and find this and know of my stance. And I've been hesitant to do this, full honesty. I've been hesitant to do this. And the reason why I'm hesitant to do this is because I have a very clear opinion, and I'm going to share it with you. But whenever I've shared it, it is not uncommon for some people to completely disregard where I'm coming from with what I'm saying. So I want to take a moment and explain the lens through which I look at weight loss with. Because for me, this isn't theoretical. I didn't learn to lose weight in a book and then never need to go lose a lot of weight. I've actually had to do this. I've had to do this after decades of failing to lose the weight and keep it off. It took me years to figure this out. And even once I lost it, I have spent years researching this and working with people to help them lose weight. I've got a very different perspective on weight loss than the average everyday person. My entire life has been consumed by this for years now at this point because I made it my profession. And it's vital to understand my perspective before I jump into telling you exactly what I think about Ozempic and Wagovi because I know many of you listeners are using it. So I am a weight loss coach and I specialize in teaching people how to lose weight and keep it off. I teach people to solve two distinct and separate problems at the same time. I don't just teach one. I teach both. I think they should be paired. The first, I teach people how to lose weight. A person has body weight on their body, fat, mass on their body, a lot of it that they do not want to have there. I teach people how to do that. But I also teach people how to keep it off. This means I'm teaching my guild members how to get to the root cause of weight gain. That's how you stop the weight from coming back. You don't solve it by dieting. You don't solve the initial weight gain by losing weight. That's akin to just bucketing water out of a boat without plugging the hole. If we can stop weight gain, then weight loss is easier and permanent. You can lose weight way slower if you, if you don't gain it back every time something comes up in the world. If all a person does is lose weight without ever addressing the underlying root cause of the weight gain... Weight loss is often temporary because a person, after they lose the weight, they slowly return back to all of the habits, lifestyles, routines, and belief systems that led to the weight gain in the first place. All of these things that dieting doesn't fix. My objective for everyone I work with is for them to arrive at a place where they can maintain their weight loss without the need to be dependent on any person organization, or outside resource. I want all of the people I work with to be 100% self-reliant. I know I have done my job when someone fires me, not because I did a bad job, but because they can look at me and say, I've gotten all I need, I've got it from here. That is what I'm looking for. I want every single person I work with to fire me because they got it, because they don't need me. That's important to me. But this process takes time. You can't really rush it. I know you want to rush it, but the way I can get you there the fastest is to make sure you don't quit because it's going to take time. There's a process to this. And my goal is that everybody gets that. I also operate under the paradigm that not all solutions are exactly right for everyone. I specialize in those needing to lose 100 plus pounds of weight. Those who have had a history of yo-yo dieting year after year after year 
and those who know what to do but just can't seem to get themselves to do it. Ozempic isn't going to solve those. Dieting isn't going to solve that. With individuals in this situation, it's very common that emotional eating was a large factor to the recurring weight gain. Emotional eating was a reason why the yo-yo dieting happened. A lot of people think, oh, the diet didn't work. What are you talking about? You lost 60 pounds and you gained 80 back. The diet worked very well. But what it didn't do was find the root cause of why you're gaining the weight and then help you root it out and change it. It didn't do that. Now, I'm not talking about binge eating disorder, all right? Yes, obviously that is a form of emotional eating. But I'm talking about emotional eating that, that's not a full-on disorder, right? It's just a problem. I define it as a persistent pattern of eating that's unwanted but seemingly outside of a person's ability to control or stop it will. Dieting is not a solution for emotional eating. Dieting is a solution for losing weight. You're going to have to diet to lose weight. You're going to need to do that. But it is not going to help you solve and resolve your emotional eating. Emotional eating is done by doing the inner work, by working on what's going on inside our mind and in our heart, not what's going on in our tummy. So what does this mean? Why? Is it, why am I taking so much of the beginning part to explain this? Well, allow me to summarize. I don't believe in one-size-fits-all solutions. I do believe that every single person needs to look at their own unique situation and also take into account the science of weight loss, the mechanics of it. I believe a person's weight loss strategy must also address the root cause of initial weight gain and that failing to do that is futile. I don't think it is worth losing weight if you're not going to simultaneously address why it happened in the first place. I think you're setting yourself up for way more stress. I also am of the belief that all people, yes you, are innately and naturally creative and resourceful. I also believe that there is nothing wrong with you. I believe that you, yes you, are capable of finding answers, choosing actions, taking action, and being able to adapt when things don't go according to plan. I believe people, including you, are capable of learning. I believe this is wired into everyone, no matter their origin story. No matter if you're male or female, black or white, if you're old or young, big or small, I don't believe any of that matters. I believe it is an innate human ability. And I actually take this a step further. These are not actually just beliefs, but these are stands I personally have chosen to take. I have intentionally chosen to take the position that these are reality. I do not believe that humans are fragile and dependent innately. I believe those are conditioned realities and those can be unconditioned if that is the problem. I don't believe that people are incapable of overcoming their struggle in the way of achieving lasting weight loss. I believe that anyone can overcome this, but I don't believe there's a one-size-fits-all solution, and I don't believe there's one path that everyone should walk through. Now, first, let me tell you a little bit about Ozempic and Wagovi. Now that I've gotten all that out of the way, if you're unfamiliar with it, I am not a doctor, first of all. Um, I have been researching this like crazy. Um, I'm going to be very careful about what I say, and I'm going to be very intentional about what I don't say. Um, if new research is to come out in the future that would contradict things I say, I will do another podcast episode to correct this episode, but I will not take this episode down unless something gets happened that's like really, really changes the nature of what I'm saying. Okay. I want you to see how this evolves. So the date of recording this is Friday, May 12th at 1 p.m. 
Central Standard Time, 2023. That's when I'm recording this. This is my current belief and positions as of this point in time. I can tell you what I'm going to tell you today has been how I felt for a little while, so it's not changed. So Wagovi and Wazempic are originally created for diabetes, and it was discovered that they help suppress appetite, and it was discovered it can help with weight loss. And then the drug company then packaged it and rebranded it for weight loss. It got approved by the FDA, and doctors have begun prescribing it. Now, a lot of people are using it in ways that it was never intended. It doesn't mean you can eat anything at any volume and still lose weight. That's not how it works. It modifies how your body, in my understanding, um, it slows down digestion by not letting food out of your stomach, is my understanding. Again, that's about as far as I'm going to go with that. Dr. Mike on YouTube has a great video that explains it. If I remember, I'll put a link to it in the show notes. But if you just Google Dr. Mike Ozempic in YouTube, his video will pull up. It is a phenomenal video on the topic, and he can explain more of the science behind it. And that's where I would encourage you to start if you're wanting to learn more about the science. Go learn from where he's at. I, For me personally, I really trust his brand and his content and what he says. So it was something that people started saying is a miracle drug for weight loss. And people on social media have been blowing it up like crazy. Now, some people are doing it in a way that was never intended to be used for. They're using it to crash diet. That's not what it was intended to do. Okay, it's not intended for that. I want to tell you about some of my first experiences with Ozempic. I had not heard of it before. Um, and I had a client come to me who was um, only eating one time a day, something called OMAD. And anytime I have a client that's doing OMAD, I challenge it. I'm not going to sit here and tell you you can't do it, but I'm going to sit here and really grill you to see if you... If you're just doing it because it's a fad or if you actually have clear reasons for why you're doing it. Because I'm looking to help you lose weight in the way you're going to keep it off forever. And unless you're going to do OMAD for the rest of your life, I'm going to try to talk you out of it. Because that's not how you're going to lose weight forever. Not saying you can't do it, but we have to make sure we would both have an understanding of what place does OMAD have. And so I challenge the behavior. One of the things I say is like, were you truly genuinely not hungry during the day? Like, did you feel the feelings of hunger and deny yourself those feelings? And the person said, no, I'm, I'm truly not hungry till dinner. I'm sort of just making myself eat. I'm, I mean, I could probably not even eat at all. And I thought, well, that's bizarre. I'd never had a client say that yet. Because um, I actually believed, I, I believed him. I, I really believed him. And then after a month or so, the client revealed to me that they're taking um, Ozempic. Now, the individual wasn't hiding it from me. It just didn't think to mention it. And I didn't know to ask for it. I asked about weight loss surgery as an example. Any new client, I would find out if they had undergone weight loss surgery because I needed to know. But I wasn't asking about Ozempic or Wagovi because I hadn't seen it yet and it was too new. But the individual that was on it truly was not hungry. Now, I at this time had not learned, didn't know anything about it other than I just heard a little bit of it. And so as I started researching about it, I immediately went to, okay, great. This clearly seems to work. What happens once you've lost all the weight? Because that's something different than I had ever done before. In the past, when I was yo-yo dieting, all I ever did is, what's the best way to lose weight? That was it. That was the whole request. I just, what's the best way to lose weight quickly? Well, now I've shifted it to, how can I lose weight and keep it off? How can I lose weight and keep it off? So I'm always thinking, what comes after the weight loss? Like, I need to start thinking more long-term because that's a wise way to go through life is to think long-term and short-term, not just short-term. And as I'm going through it, I can't find any long-term information because it's too new. So I just went to the client and I just said, hey, can you do me a favor? Just 
can you tell me what your plans are once you've lost all the weight? And so I didn't have any. I was like, okay, because, you know, there's still a lot of weight to lose. And the individual hadn't given a ton of thought to it yet, which is understandable. I said, well, could you, can you ask your doctor, like, what, what the protocol is? Like, once you've lost all the weight, what, what happens? And as he talked about it, he's like, well, yeah, actually, I don't, I don't know. I, we, we never, it never even came up. And I thought, well, that's interesting. I feel like that's something that should have come up, but it didn't. And so then the person comes back and he says, uh, yeah, um, he didn't really have an answer. He said there'd be options and we would talk about it then. And I thought that was interesting. And so what happened is um, the person had to go off of it because it got very expensive. Um, this medication, if you're unaware, it's not cheap and insurance doesn't always cover it. And so the individual ended up um, not staying on it. Now, in the future, I had, or as the, after that time, I had several other clients that ended up going on. And each time I said, what are you going to do when you get off the weight? What has your doctor told you? What have you said? And each time I was given one of only two answers. I'll be on it forever, or I don't know yet. Well, for me as an individual, where I'm at with weight loss, I don't like uncertainty. I like tried and true methodologies. And I don't like that with, with Ozempic and Wagovi, there's not a clear consensus on what exactly will happen after the weight has been lost and what's going to happen if a person has to go off of it because it's not cheap. Is a person going to be reliant upon it at all times? As I'm continuing to do my own research, as I've continued to learn more about it, I'm beginning to see that no one seems to have a very clear answer. No one seems to have an exact clear answer of what's going to happen because it's quite honestly just too new. And I can tell you for me as an individual, I'm not entirely sure I would be comfortable being the guinea pig because I had had enough weight regains under my belt. I, I just really wasn't looking to do another one. I was done chasing fads. I was done chasing the next big thing in weight loss. And I truly just wanted to get to a place where I was doing the tried and true methods that were being used by millions of people every day that I could just duplicate and replicate in my own life. Now, I actually have had a couple of clients need to go off of it for one reason or another. Uh, it's usually either A, due to cost, B, due to chronic nausea that just will not go away, or um, C, some other conflicting thing, like from a medical standpoint, need to go off of it. And one of the things I've observed is for many that have gone off of it that I've worked with, and from what I've also seen anecdotally, so this is all anecdotal, by the way, because again, it's too new. There's not enough studies out there where I can be like, this is definitely how it works, 100%. Um, the hunger comes back. The hunger comes back once the person's off the medication. That's a big deal to me. That's a very, very big deal to me and how I fundamentally, philosophically, and foundationally approach weight loss. Here's my worry with Ozempic and Wagovi. It takes away hunger. It takes it away. It's gone. Now, once the hunger is taken away, the battlegrounds of hunger are gone too. So now learning how to feel hunger and remain in control while hunger shows up and eat proportional to the hunger, those battlegrounds are gone. All of that conditioning that an individual could be going through is gone. All of those little battles where a person will get through it and arrive triumphant on the other side, having not caved to emotional eating, those victories are gone. All those moments where a person fails and doesn't hold it together and caves to emotional eating, all those are gone. And a person thinks, well, that's a good thing that those are gone. I submit that it's not. 
Because if they're gone, you're robbing yourself of the lessons that are only contained in the failures. There are so many lessons contained in failure that we all need. Some of my most valuable, priceless lessons were born out of my failings, out of my caving to my desires, out of my finding myself in situations where my hunger had grown and I wasn't quite ready to handle it in those moments because I was also emotionally compromised at the same time and now I'm also battling physical hunger. Those are just gone. And you need them. Now, is this a bad thing? You know, that's what some other people have said as I've had discussions with them. Like, is it actually a problem that they're not wanting to turn to food? And I honestly suppose that depends on the person. Again, I don't believe this means you shouldn't take Wagovi or Ozempic. That's not what this means. What this means is I have a concern that needs to be addressed by the individual. If a person, let's say, doesn't really struggle with emotional eating, like that ha truly has no part in why they gained their weight, maybe they just like food and just overate too much and didn't pay attention. And that person then decided that they need to lose weight and they turn to Ozempic. I you know, I don't know. That's going to be between them and their doctor. I'm not necessarily going to have an issue with that because I'm like, well, if emotional eating wasn't the problem, then, then we don't need to do emotional eating solutions because it wasn't the problem, right? You know, I, I like to learn and specialize and teach people about emotional eating, but I don't definitely don't want to be one of those like when you're a hammer, everything's a nail. So I don't want to be going around saying everything's emotional eating because it, it's not. Not everything is. But let's be honest. If a person needs to lose over 100 pounds, the odds of there being zero emotionally eating is low. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm saying it's low. The number of people I have met over the years that are, need to lose over 100 pounds that they've decided, the individual has decided they need to lose over 100 pounds. I've met very few where it seems emotional eating is not prevalent at all. Ozempic is not a shortcut. I do not think of it in those terms. Same with weight loss. I don't think they're shortcuts. They're just a different pathway. And it comes with its own pros and its own cons. But for me personally, as a weight loss coach, and with the way I like to teach weight loss, it doesn't really, it robs people of important battles that I think they need. And I, but, but, sometimes a person is always losing the battles. Sometimes a person has a lot of weight they need to lose and they need a force modifier. So let's say I was going to go fight a big army that was a lot bigger than me. I might want some tanks to help augment my lack of, my lack of soldiers to help me. I might want some air support to help me. I could see where some people have a big weight loss battle in front of them and they need to bring some reinforcements. That totally makes sense. I can actually completely get that. And I've met people that have talked about Ozempic and Wagovi in these terms. They think of it as a tool, as a thing they're using for a phase. It was never meant to be the long-term permanent solution. That's a line of logic that I can get behind. I can 100% get more behind that if it's being used that way. However, if you're doing it, you should still be only losing weight at a rate of about one to two pounds a week when averaged out over time. So Taking these medications, you shouldn't be dropping 5, 10, 15 pounds every week. You shouldn't be doing that. You know, maybe one or two weeks, but that should not keep happening. You're under eating more than likely if that's happening. You're losing weight too fast. You're losing muscle mass too. You can't, you are not going to lose 15 pounds of body fat in a few days. You're going to have lost other things too, more than likely. 
If you're going to take Ozempic and Wagovi, you still got to be working on adding movement and fitness into your life. Still got to do that. Doesn't, doesn't give you a pass. But you, the problem is you could lose weight and not do those things. But you need to because these are part of your forever life. You're in this for keeps. You're, you're doing this for life. If you're on Ozempic Wagovi, you still got to be working on your sleep. You still got to be working on your self-talk. You still got to be working on the relationships in your life. You still have to work on dealing with the stressors in your life and learning how to address them in a way that has nothing to do with food. Because stress is a constant in life for everyone. Stress ebbs and flows in and out of our life as time passes on. There's periods of time where stress is ever-present and never seeming to diminish. And on the other end of the spectrum, there's times where life doesn't seem to have much stress at all. And sometimes it can take 5, 10 years for that swing to occur. Right? It can sometimes take a while. And you can't gain weight every time it gets stressful. That's not a long-term solution. That's a solution for yo-yo dieting. It's vital that you learn how to get through the stressful times in your life and not turn to food as a coping mechanism. And you can do that while I'm a Gobi. You can learn these other coping mechanisms 100% of the time. You can do that. But I've personally and firsthand felt the fear that comes on the other side of having lost all the weight where you allow yourself to truly admit you don't like anything about your old body being in it. You don't like the experience. You truly have admitted it to yourself and you truly have admitted to yourself that you absolutely love the experience of living in this new body. You realize now that, wow, this is fantastic. And you get completely and totally emotionally invested in your new reality and then setting out to maintain it forever. I know that fear. It's real. It's real. I got there and I already had a pretty good idea how to maintain. I had a pretty dang good handle on my hunger and how to intuitively eat. And I was terrified. When I talk to other people that have lost weight, they're terrified too. It is a scary thing to be on the other side because you don't want to lose what you got. And we know, I know it. Your life is going to be tough emotionally and mentally at times. It's going to happen. I, I, I don't even, I don't know when you don't either, but it's going to happen. Now imagine you're dealing with all the stress, all the worry that comes, the natural worry that comes on the other side of weight loss. And you lost it using a medication. And when you go off that medication, now all of a sudden hunger comes raging back and you have not spent the last year or two learning how to manage your hunger. Now you have to learn how to manage it after. You're going to make mistakes when you learn to manage your hunger. You will. You will make mistakes. You will probably gain some weight back because that's part of it. When you're losing weight on the way down, you have slip-ups where you gain back a handful of pounds and then you re-lose them. Then you gain a couple of pounds and you re-lose them. That happens sometimes. It's not as bad when you're in a constant state of losing weight. It still kind of sucks. But when you're on the other side and you're watching go the other way, you got to be pretty mentally resilient, which means you got to possess a mental and emotional strength, mental and emotional endurance to make it through that. Now, don't get me wrong. You 100% could use Ozempic and weight and Wagovi, lose all your weight, and then do this inner work after the fact. You could. I'm not going to sit here and tell you you can't. I just want you to make an informed choice. I don't want you to think when you take this and all of a sudden a very critical aspect of why you gained your weight is now gone. I don't want you thinking you're cured. Because as far as I understand it, if you go back off the medication, it's like my, my uh, Ritalin with my ADHD. 
it's a light switch. It's on or it's off. When I take it, I'm getting the effects of Ritalin that help combat my ADHD tendencies. When I'm off, I'm full on normal HD brain. ADHD brain is right back. All right, it's on or off. That's my understanding with these medications is when you go off of it, your body's gonna go back to what it was doing before. It is not creating a permanent change to your body chemistry. But to those of you that are on it, I don't want you to take this episode as me saying you should stop doing it. To those of you that aren't, I don't want you to be taking this episode of saying you shouldn't go on it. What I want to end all of this with is these are my opinions. These are my thoughts. I'm giving you my perspectives from the position of a weight loss coach who wants to see people lose weight and keep it off, who has lost weight myself, and who doesn't believe in one-size-fits-all solutions. I'm telling you this as somebody that is vehemently against fad diets, against crash diets, and thinking there's just the one thing, that if I solve this one thing, my weight loss problems are solved forever. I don't believe that. I don't believe that it is all down to our food that creates this problem. I believe that our food is a part of it, but I also believe our psychological and mental and emotional parts of ourselves are a major contributing factor to why we gained our weight and why it's so hard to lose it. And I don't believe that's just individual. I believe this comes from our society, from our culture. I believe that things our parents taught us created our weight gain. It contributed to it, and it was completely unintentional. As an example, a lot of people share where they were told to always clean their plate by their parents, and then they carry into adulthood a belief that you must never leave your plate empty, and then we go on propagating that by teaching it to our children. Beliefs are learned. You did not come out of the womb believing anything. You were taught everything you believe, and your beliefs contributed to your weight gain. And your beliefs will contribute to your weight loss, and they'll contribute to your maintenance. My objective here was to share with you my beliefs. I was very clear about the part that I am taking as a hard stand, as what I believe to be fact, and I'm just not going to negotiate or bend on it. Everything else, I want you to do the very hard thing. Look at the information I've presented. Seek out information that others have presented. You'll find that other weight loss coaches and nutritionists, dietitians, and uh, personal trainers have commented on their own podcasts about this medication. You should go listen to all of them. Listen to as much as you can. You should get stories of people that have taken the medication, those that are on it, those that are off of it, those that had great experiences, those that had bad experiences. I want you to seek to amass a three-dimensional understanding of this while at the same time gaining a three-dimensional understanding of who you are and what your problems are and where maybe Wagovi could help solve your problems or maybe it's helping solve a problem that doesn't need to be solved. And it's just a distraction from the real problem that needs to be solved. And that's the last part that I get worried about is that I know, because I know people have done this with weight loss surgery too, that rather than facing their demons, rather than facing themselves, rather than facing and turning head on and dealing with their emotional eating, they're going to turn to something that will take away the desire to eat and they'll lose weight. And rather than dealing with the emotional eating, they just don't want to deal with it at all. And so they take what they believe to be an escape hatch via something else. And this is unfortunate because at the other end of that hatch is something else waiting for them. Just like so many people have had weight loss surgery only to gain their way back. I predict there's going to be lots and lots of people that are going to go on Wagovi and we're going to have a rush of people that have gained their weight back after they've gone off of it for one reason or another. 
and that we're going to have a group of people that are going to blame their lack of ability to access Wagovia and Ozempic as the reason why they can't lose weight. All the while not doing the work that they were going to need to do anyway, even if they were on the medication. And it gets to be used as a smokescreen, masking the real problem from ourselves. And that's my fear. It's the same fear I have with weight loss surgery, with keto, with Optavia, with your local doctor supervised starvation diet via shakes, whatever it might be. All of these things can serve as masks, preventing us from dealing with the real cause of our weight gain. And so you've got to look at all this and decide for yourself what you believe to be the best course of action. And then you must have the courage to act, knowing that you're not going to have a perfect answer. You're ultimately going to just have to make a decision. I'm going to do it this way, or I'm going to do it that way. And whatever happens, because I'm a capable, creative individual, I'm going to just solve it and overcome whatever comes my way. And if you genuinely and truly believe that using Ozempic and Wagovi is the answer to your weight loss problems, I can respect that. My only ask, my only piece of advice is do your research for and against. Gain a deep understanding of this because this is your life we're talking about here. It matters. This is serious business, okay? This isn't deciding what your next car is going to be. I'm concerned that more people will put more research into their next car purchase than this. This is a big deal. You deserve to be fully informed to know what you should and should not do. I 100% believe that Wagovi and Ozempic is the correct solution for some people. I 100% believe that. And I believe that it is the wrong solution for others and it will in fact have a detrimental effect on their long-term success. And I am not the person to make that determination. Only you are in your life with the professionals in your life that you've given a complete and accurate picture of what your reality is. So that's my thoughts as it sits right here on Wagovi and Ozempic. As I've said, I will continue to research about it. I will continue to learn more about it. As my position changes on the matter, I'll do more podcast episodes to talk about it. So you'll know what I think. So unless you've heard another episode on it, you can assume for the time being that this is my current stance and position on it. Now, understand if you are on Ozempic or Wagovi, that doesn't mean I'm not going to work with you. That doesn't mean I'm not going to want you in my guild or in my membership or my free communities. I 100% would because all the other things still need to be done regardless if you're on your weight, if you're on Ozempic or weight loss surgery or Ozempic or Wagovi at all. Same thing with weight loss surgery. It doesn't matter. If you've used these things, you still got to do the other things. And I want to help you do the other things and help make sure you are getting a complete, a holistic solution to the weight loss problem that you have been dealing with for so long, one that I have dealt with myself. Earlier in the episode, I said, I believe something about you. I do. I really, really do. I believe that you are creative, resourceful. I believe there's nothing wrong with you. I believe that you right now already have everything you need to be successful. I believe that whatever answers that you don't have, you are capable of finding them and understanding them. I believe that you are capable of choosing what your next actions are going to be. I believe that you are capable 
of learning how to get yourself to do the uncomfortable thing for your future self. You may not possess the awareness for how to do it today, but I believe that you can. I believe that you're capable of adapting, that looking and saying, huh, doing the same thing over and over again and I keep getting the same result. I believe you're capable of spotting that and trying something else. I believe you're smart, capable of learning. I believe all of these capabilities are wired within you and that it doesn't matter where you came from. I have chosen to believe these as fact. I'll die on this hill that you're a strong, powerful, and capable person. And I'll never back down from that position. I hope that you believe this about yourself too. If not, this weight loss journey is going to be an amazing opportunity for you because it's here that you can cultivate this belief within yourself. So if you've already got this belief, lean into it, trust yourself, trust your intuition, trust your heart, set a goal, decide what you want, move towards it, get the help you need. And to those of you that are struggling with the internal belief, borrow my belief in you. Borrow my belief in you. You can do this. Don't ever give up. Weight loss is hard. But I believe the biggest, most important truth of them all, that you can do hard things. See you next week on the Chris Podcast.